Recorded live. Good evening. It is Monday, March 23rd, 2015. My name is Michael Clark, and as all of you know, I'm not afraid to give my name on a recorded call. We're here once again to talk about the only true asset protection anywhere in the world. Uh, all the things you hear from Belize and, and Panama and Costa Rica and all these different places, they're not true asset protection. They're nothing more than statutory protection based on their their laws from whatever country it is. We have the only true impenetrable asset protection available anywhere in the world. Another thing that's, that's getting very, um, very um, popular right now is uh, with our our people anyway is the knowledge their knowledge of key logging key logging being what somebody can read off your com- computer your your cell phone your tablet if they've got the key logging software linked into you and that's easy enough to do through a through a, a, an email you may open or something like that and we have one of the people um, with CW7 that knows it as well as anybody and better than 99.9 percent of them and that's uh, Chris Chapman. Chappie, as he's affectionately known, and I'm going to have Chappie come on right now, and uh, he's got a few things. There's some people that have questions about some things, and Chappie's going to give a few minutes of, as he's done in the past, of uh, explaining various parts of the key logging program and what you have to do. Chappie, it's all yours, and thanks for coming on tonight. Okay, well, thank you, and um, I'll, I'm going to be talking a little bit fast because I really don't want to take more than three hours, but. Um, uh, just kidding. It'll be like less than five minutes. But a lot of people don't know what key what a keylogger is, and a keylogger is a, p- a piece of malicious software which records every keystroke. Now it has nothing to do with viruses or malware or anything of, of sort, except it, the keylogging software is downloaded through malicious malware. And it, and, it, and it records every stroke you make on the keyboard. The keylogger can be installed without your knowledge or consent. And when you visit a website or an email, install a program, or perform other activities on the net, once installed, the keylogger can record every keystroke and, and, uh, and then home phones and, and upload your confidential information to a complete stranger. And that means, you know, like if your children are on Facebook and they're saying, hey, we're going to a party, let's go here, uh, you know, a, a perpetrator can see that, and depending on his, you know, criminal act- activity, he's he's accessible to, to do you harm. Now, the reason I bring this up, especially tonight, the... The key logging has become the the most number one, and this is according to the FBI and and the uh, you know world round all the way around the globe. They've become the number one crime on the internet. I mean, they're getting into bank accounts, they're getting into the bank, Home Depot, Target, and all these stores, and it's all started by somebody's cell phone or computer and getting their an employee's information and then they use their password to get into this and that and and you know and they just follow the steps until you lead them to the gold mine and recently in in the past couple of months and I sent out an email about this and there's some people who didn't really understand what I was trying to say there's there's an email going around 
that is somebody that you know. It's somebody on your email list or your or your name is on their email list and you're getting emails and most of the time you'll see carbon copy of the email that you're receiving to many people that you know and the email will say have you seen this this and it gives a web link you know unbeknowing before question mark it was shown on the offer show best regards and it'll be the name of the one who supposedly or allegedly sent the email now Let's say it's your brother, and you know your brother's email. It may say Brother John at, and it won't be his email address. It'll be something foreign. In, in other words, foreign meaning you've never seen this this at whatever it is, and so you know it's not Brother John's uh, email. So, and if you click on that link. I guarantee you, you're you're getting spam, you're getting a, a virus or malware, and you got to be careful on everything you do. So you know, and and basically, I wanted to get that out because a lot a lot of people, even though I wrote out a detailed information, I said the problem is someone got key logged and hacked into their email list with sending emails with the link downloading malware onto the computer. Now the only solution to this is do a virus, you know, a virus check on on your on your uh, computer, do a malware clean out, and get you your program updated, whether it be Mac or Windows, and then go go to Mike's um, website, which when you ask Michael for his link. I will send it to you, okay? And I'll send you some additional information as well. You download the only patent encryption anti-key logging software available on the planet because we hold the patent to this. Nobody else can reproduce this, and if they do, they'll be shut down instantly. But we can show you how you can protect all your information, and, and understand this, you're, you're involved in asset protection. We have the greatest program, the STS program, to protect your a- assets from greedy lawyers. Greedy lawyers, I mean, even the government is known to do key logging. So to supersede all that you know about asset protection, you got to protect those passwords and and uh, and those user IDs. And with that, God bless America and Canada. And I hand it back over to Michael. Thank you. No, thank you, Chappie. I appreciate it. Isn't that a wealth of information, guys? You might not understand everything he's saying. It's I don't all the time. I'm getting better and better as I hear him talk about it more. Just like we all do with anything, once we hear it repeated several times it, it becomes more more in uh, we understand things better and um, but one of the key things is that I do I did understand pretty quickly that every time I type something on my computer my phone or my tablet that's if there's if there's key logging software attached to my computer and I did exactly what Chappie said I had my computer totally cleaned after I when I started this and I did start it and guys it's five, it can be as little as $5 a month. They've got different plans you can start on. They've got You can do multi-computer or multi-items, um, such as a phone and a computer and a tablet. But 
but uh, it can be as little as $5 a month on your computer, and that helps so much. Uh, it's a big step forward. So, Chappie, I appreciate you taking the time to to come on the call tonight and say some things. Now, all you have to do, as Chappie mentioned, you just send an email to me. Mike, I want to know more about keylogging at mpgprotect, P-R-O-T-E-C-T, at AOL.com. That's mpgprotect at AOL.com. And we'll get the information over to Chappie, and he will send you. Uh, he'll send you information regarding the key logging and how you can get started, or or just give you more information about it right now. But guys, it's something you really ought to look into. Um, none of us, this day and age, want to uh, go and and uh, it's embarrassing when and it happened to me when one of my credit cards got hacked, and uh, I don't know which, what, how, or why, or anything. And I'm not concerned about that. But it was prior to my. Uh, setting up key logging and uh, going to a going to a store and hand them the credit card and all of a sudden it doesn't work and uh, you know what happened because you know there's plenty of balance on that credit card so um, anyway guys that's that's Chris Chapman affectionately known as Chappie and he is the guru for um, CW7 as far as we're concerned so. Thank you, Chap, again. And uh, what I want to do, my friends, is um, tonight I want to talk about something that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people out there that that have um, currency and they're involved in other in, uh, investments as well. Our clients and the people that listen to this call are part, are part of about, uh, we've got 30 to 50 different programs that uh, um, can can put can can send a substantial financial return to our people, and uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that can't afford the program right now, and they've all sent me not all, but a lot of them have sent me letters saying, Mike, well, I know I need this program, but um, I just can't afford it right at this minute. And um, this fellow pointed out to me the other day the average return income tax return is about, uh, it's a little over $2,000 in the U.S. I'm not sure what it is in Canada. It's probably more because you guys are richer than we are. You've got that uh, that uh, Calgary, Red Deer, Edmonton corridor out there. That, uh, I don't know if everybody's aware of it. It's one of the richest, if not the richest, oil corridor in the world. And uh, I'd never known that until I went to Canada a couple times. And I bought a $16 hamburger. No, I'm just teasing. But... Um, yeah, it was it was up there though. But anyway, <laughs> that's always the case. If you're making big bucks, things are going to cost a little more supply and demand. But anyway, I love the area. But um, there's a lot of people to Mike. I, I want the program so bad before the RV takes place or before my program funds or this or that. But I just don't have the money right now. You're going to see how serious you are. I'm going to give I'm going to give you I'm going to give these people a chance to uh, to. Um, See if they're really. If it's really more important to protect what you've got for the rest of your life, or if it's more important to get that instead uh, spend that income tax return on a uh, um, new television or on a down payment on a new car or this or that new new dining room set, whatever it might be. We're gonna see how serious you are now. And guys, I commend. There's a lot of people that have the STS program that put it on a couple different credit cards because they knew. They needed the protection, and some of them did get hit right afterwards. Some of them were already in trouble when we, when we helped them or we started to help them. And um, 
but there's some that I, that, you know, just playing the uh, playing the game. They don't have the money. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do everything I can. This is my quest. As those of you that know me know that this program is so cheap that it's it's almost silly. Um, attorneys charge five twenty-five thousand dollars. Every attorney that I've talked to that does estate planning, financial planning, and uh, supposedly asset protection, they charge twenty-five thousand dollars. And every one of them that's come up to me afterwards, uh, after a seminar or something, or call me on the phone and say, "Mike, I charge twenty-five thousand. We can't even begin to do what your program does for thirty-eight fifty. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to set up. A program. We're going to help you with that. If you're if you're serious about wanting your program before the RV, if you can send us fifteen hundred and sixty-five dollars, one thousand five hundred and sixty-five dollars, we will set up. We will start your program, and we will send you via email the Trust One Living Living Trust document for your Trust One. We'll send it to you by email to where you can download those documents, take them to the bank, and um, open up your Trust One bank account. So when the RV happens, you don't have to borrow the money from somebody. You don't have to uh, uh, and, and then start your program. And there's going to be several thousand applications come in. We know that, right, when the RV happens. So we're giving you the opportunity to get your program started ahead of time for less than half price and um, for $1,565. And here's what will happen. We'll, as I said, we will email you the Trust One documents. We'll set everything up for you, but we'll email you the Trust One documents only. You won't get the hard copies in the mail until your program is paid for. And your program will cost an additional $250. So you add that on to $3,850, and you get $4,200, I believe it is. That's for extending things out for you. That's carrying charges or whatever it is they call it. We'll have to keep everything in our in our in our books for you. And then, when you get your income tax return, you're going to sign a contract that says, when you get your income tax return, you'll send the balance into the uh, into us. Okay, we're going to do that for you. We know there's people that get a lot more than that. Um, there's a lot of people that just don't have the 3850. And we tried this once before. Uh, giving people a payment plan, and it just, right when, in the beginning, my friends, and, and it didn't work. And um, people were going to make us payments every so every month, every two months, whatever, and we never got payments but, except for from a couple people. And um, and it hurt us because it, it basically that's our cost to do business, to put the program together. We don't make a lot of money on this program at all, as you can imagine, and um, uh, from the low cost of it with everything that's involved. So guys, if you can if you can send us if you really want if you're serious and you want and you can commit yourself to to putting that income tax return, sending it off to finish paying for your program for fifteen hundred and sixty five dollars, we will get your program started and you'll be able to open your your Trust One bank account within a week. We'll get you the documentation. We'll get everything set up, the EIS, etc., just as if it's a regular program but we won't send you the actual documents until the program's paid for. And I think that's more than fair. We've sent out the documents before to quite a few people, uh, close to, I'd say, between 40 and 50 people, never got the docs back, they never paid for the program. So we've got to be a little more discerning this time, but yet we still want to help people. I think there's thousands, of, a couple thousand people out there that can take advantage of this and, and get your program set up so that the minute the RV happens, 
you're able to start. You're able to get going. So get your, get your, get your. If you, if this is something you want to do, you send me an email to Michael. You send it to mpgprotect at aol.com and say, Mike, I want to take advantage of the income tax program. We'll send you the contract right back, and we'll get you started ASAP. We'll send the, the contract for the, the specific um, income tax program. Now, there is going to be a deadline on this, and the deadline is going to be uh, in Canada. I know your income tax deadline is April 30th. So some I don't know how quick Canada gets their returns back. Almost everybody I know now has their returns back in two weeks. But uh, I don't know if that's the case with everybody. Some people want that one. So we're going to give you six weeks. Um, even if they put it in the mail, they have to process it and put it in the mail. Um, that still should give you the, the, a lot of time. So by the uh, longest day of the year, June 21st, actually it's seven weeks um, from the time from the deadline of the income tax, we'll give everybody, anybody that wants to do this till June 21st till you get your income tax back and um, to pay us the balance of the, of the program. If you don't pay it, you don't get the program, and um, you won't get you won't get your docs. It's that simple. And um, but we want to help you. We want. I mean, that's all this is about to help people that need their program, that want to have that program. We, everybody knows that's listening to this call tonight that that your program, your specific program, whatever it might be, can fund any time, any day. I've been in programs that there was excuses and excuses and excuses, and then out of the clear blue, bang. One day there was the money in my account, or I, we got the notice to say, "Hey, send me where you want to send us the information of the account you want the money put in." Overnight, nothing that nothing had preceded that, saying, "Hey, it's coming." And we know that I, I feel confident, even with the currency programs that are out there, that can happen anytime, guys. You want to be prepared. I've been talking about this for the last three weeks now, maybe four weeks. You need to be successful. People are prepared. Does that mean you have to go out of your way sometimes and? And, and tighten up the belt strat, the belt loops just a, one more time? Of course it does. Does that mean, well, you're not going to buy that new TV? That, but there's nothing the matter with your current TV. You can still see. You don't have to have a Super HD um, that, that does all the things. That, that You can enjoy your television for another year. But you know what? That television you enjoyed instantly will be protected now. You've got to do what's right in your life. You don't just go happenstance down the road drinking Kool-Aid and dancing down the yellow brick road and, and saying, hey, uh, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. Nope, it's going to happen, and you're going to be stuck, and it's going to be three months before we can get you set up right, and you're going to go, hey, well, I need the money. Start whining and crying, and you're going to go ahead and cash in a denier, and you're going to have something happen, and the people are going to come after you and say, wait a minute. We find they're going to hire an asset investigator and say, hey, we see here where you cashed in denier. Where's the rest of them? And guys, even if we set up your program, you're going to have to tell them the truth. They bring you into a deposition. And once you tell them the truth, the IRS, I can almost promise you, will come in and, and, and uh, freeze your account, even if it's a trust account. They'll come in and freeze it and um, just because that's where you put it. And they're going to want to know, did you pay all the taxes on that? And, guys, I've seen where, where they've kept these accounts uh, frozen for years. I've got money that's been sitting in a Wells Fargo bank account for over four years from a high-yield investment I was in. Out of 4,000 people that did it, Two of them were scoundrels. They got by. They, they scammed the system. But then at the end, when they were getting ready for disbursements, and, and don't ask me why they could make up all these excuses to keep 
billions of dollars tied up like that because it was a very successful program. But if there's any of you out there, we're, I think this is probably the best chance you're ever going to have. If you if you want to get your program started, you send me an email to mpgprotect, and we will uh, uh, we'll get the papers right out to you now. Okay, here we got some questions about. I'm sure they're about this question on the. Uh, Chappie, I agree with you. That is a great deal. There's a lot of people that've been saying, Mike, I can give you so much down, but can we? Do, I'm going to help you with this, but you got to be truthful with me too. When that income tax check comes in, you got to remember it's pledged to Masters Protection Group. Okay. Hey, Bob, are you Bob MCM? Uh, I don't know who. Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, Chappie, this is Dodie. Did you send me the link to join CW? Okay, Mike, can you give me a call? Can you give me a call? I have a personal question concerning my mother's situation. I sent you an email, a telephone number. Okay, you just sent it. That would be perfect. Uh, uh, I will be caught up on my emails uh, at the end of this week. Okay? Um, so anyway, that's our program. That's what. That's the good news because there, we, I know we've got several thousand people that uh, Mike, as soon as this had the, the RV happens, we are going to start our program. Well, this can have you ready. I'm just helping you. I'm trying to teach you to live the way the super wealthy live, to live by being prepared for anything that can happen. And by anything that can happen, I mean having your having your your particular pro financial program, whether it's a, it's a currency or some other program, and being ready for that when it happens. Having it all set with the account set, your trust account that's not linked to you in any way, shape, or form. If this is truly truly important to you, um, and, and that's about what our program costs. We can't do much less than that, okay? Can't do any less than that. That's what we determine would be the amount that we can do to help you out and uh, and get get your whole program set up. And we can send we'll send you the information and get your bank account, which is the key thing you need when your program funds or the RV happens, okay? Okay, and I will give you a call if you sent me a number. Um, Bill, okay, Oklahoma City, got you, Bill. Okay, what if we can only get a couple hundred dollars or less back as a refund? I can do the 1500 on a credit card now and do partial payments each month. You know what, as long as it's paid for by June 21st, um, we'll work with you. Okay, let me put it that way. We had to set a deadline. But if you don't think you can do it, my friend, as much as I'd like to give you a program, um, don't get yourself in the trick bag, and I don't want you shorting yourself on groceries or anything like that. But I can tell you, beyond your groceries and your house payment and your utility bill, there's nothing that will do you more good than this STS program. I'm absolutely convinced of that, or I wouldn't be on this um, I wouldn't be on this call every Monday night sharing with you and the others, okay? Okie dokie. That's O-K-I-E-D-O-K. Oh, okay, Dodie. I thought you were saying okie dokie. Chappie says just sent it to you. Okay. Guys, if you have any questions about the program that I just shared with you or um, anything else tonight regarding the STS program, but in lieu of that, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the questions we have for tonight's call. And one is the uh, that's come up a couple times, and... Um, Christina, if you're on the call tonight, we just got your uh, EIN for your uh, LLC. Just came in the mail today at the P.O. box, okay? 
uh, from the IRS. Now, let me say this first about the IRS, and, and I, uh, well, we don't deal with the CRA in this capacity, but the IRS is, is by far the most inept. And I, you probably, they probably have a, somebody listening to this call. It doesn't bother me. They, I'm, they are the most inept business in this country. They're right along with every other government business, every other government agency that tries to run a business. They're trying to run insurance companies now, and it's a disaster. Um, but as far as EINs go, my Money Magazine again had a had a uh, an article where it says that the people that are foolish enough to call the IRS to ask them questions about their taxes, do you think they're going to give you the, the answer that's best for you? If you do, multiply that word I just used, foolish, ten times and put it on your forehead and walk around that way, okay? Guys, Money Magazine says that 75% of the people that call the IRS for an answer to their question, the answers they get are wrong. They, they've tested them over and over. And it's been, they've had that same article. They said again this year, the figures are all maybe, you know, maybe 73.4, maybe 77.2. But each year, but they average right around 75% of the answers you receive um, on, on telephone when you call the IRS are wrong. Not only that, you have to wait 40 minutes uh, to get somebody to come through at least 40 minutes. Maybe somebody's got to broke through once in a while. But guys, that's the worst. Thing. You know, that's like asking the, the old asking the fox to, to guide the hen house type of thing. You're going to get the answers from their employees because they're taught to do it. That they're most advantageous to the IRS and the government. Okay, and um, there's been times, not all the time. We, I would say, in the majority of the cases, we get the EINs back that we fax in. We get them back. Within um, within seven to ten days, sometimes two weeks. But every once in a while, things happen. And uh, just like the one I just mentioned to Christina, Christine, um, I called the IRS four or five times. She got frustrated. I promise you, you didn't get as frustrated as I did. And uh, every time you get a new agent to talk to, and every time they look and they say, well, we can't find it, but if you'll fax it to this private number here, we'll get it out to you right away. And we do that. Nothing happens. Two weeks later, we call again and get another agent. Well, I can't find anything with that name. or It's a joke, my friends. It's a frustrating joke. They, um, I know you have to have, what I heard was you have to have an IQ of at least 27 to become an IRS agent, phone agent, okay, to work the phones with the IRS. And uh, just like anything else with the government, it's it's totally corrupt. We know that from the news, everything that's been going on, and I hope they take Lerner and put her in prison, and as well as the other guy, the head of the IRS now, that just sat there in front of the Senate Investigating Committee a little while back and lied through his teeth, too. They've now proven him a liar. They found a lot of Lerner's. Um, emails and prove that she lied all the way through too. And as of yet, with this administration, nothing's been done to anybody. Um, so you know, just let's just keep praying and, and do our voting and hope that we get things turned around in this country where we get some semblance of of decency, of uh, morality, and of uh, honesty again in government. Um, it's so easy to to get away from that. So anyway. Um, 
that's that's our program in the oh I was talking about the LLCs. It does take a while. If you're if you haven't got your we get we can get the trust LLCs immediately, and you can do, do everything you need to do with your trust, and then switch it over to the LLC when you get it. But we um, we we do work on that constantly. We just don't know whether or not they've sent them out. After two weeks, if they don't, we call them again. And this one's been three or four months, and we kept getting the same old song and dance. Okay. So, next thing I want to mention is the liens on the car. Um, here's what you do, Ken. Here's what you do uh, when you you get uh, you if you got a new trust document, then the liens are right in there. We've taken the the, the schedule B three and we've uh, um, which were which was car liens for the UCC uh, on the equity on your vehicle. Can't do that anymore. I found out a UCC lien. A title agency told me because cars are registered in the various states and provinces, so you can't do that. You, so we put together our own lien. Uh, trust One, it, it's put together from Trust One. All you do is fill out that, it says lien form, and also right below it is a lien removal form. Now, if you don't have both, if you don't, the lien removal was put on after the, uh, uh, just send us an email, and I know I've got to catch up, and there are some that are asking for the lien and we'll send you the whole thing. And you'll have to do it, you know, input your name, the name of your trust, and, and um, it's a couple different places. But all you do is put in the, up at the top, you fill in the, uh, on this particular form, it's a one-page form, you fill in the, the year, make, model, and VIN of the vehicle. It doesn't have to be a car, it can be a truck, it can be a motorcycle, it can be a boat, anything that you need to get a title and you want to put a, put a, um, a lien on it to protect your interest in that particular vehicle. So you just um, put in the year, make, model, and, and VIN, or, or you know the vehicle identification number, and um, you fill out the bottom. The bottom's already filled out for you, except you put in the amount of the lien. You determine the amount of the lien. Don't get ridiculous. I mean, you can figure high on it, but don't get ridiculous. Um, you put the amount in there, then you take my signature's already on that form. So you take that signature that I've signed on behalf of Trust One as the trustee, along with the vehicle or registration down to your uh, BMV or your DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles or Bureau of Motor Vehicles, whichever you've got, and you hand them both to the person there. You have to have a separate form filled out for each vehicle you're going to put a lien on, and you should have a lien on everything you've got. So once you've, uh, hold on. Once you've got the, uh, you take that down, they'll, they'll take the information, they'll send it off, and you use your, you use the trust address, and you can, uh, you use the, um, uh, your address for the mailing address, so they send it to you rather than us, and um, that's all you have to do. You don't use any other forms. I know a couple states have sent me forms, sent us, sent the, our clients forms. Here's the form we need to put a lien on there. No, you don't. Um, if, if it's, uh, I've called a couple of them, oh, you've got your own lien and it's all signed and everything? Yeah, it's a lien from Trust One, from our trust, from our entity. Okay, you can use that. We'll use that. And uh, if they just absolutely won't, okay, we'll get it signed for you. We'll get it so you can get the lien put on. Uh, but make sure you ask them, what do I do to remove this lien also down the road if I want to sell this vehicle or something? It's much more powerful than just a UCC or a PPSA. You want you want this specific lien to your department or Bureau of Motor Vehicles 
um, right from your trust one. You're in control that way, nobody else. Okay? And uh, so that is what you have to do. You don't have to go through all these other forms. You just, and, and hundreds and hundreds of people have done it already, and it's worked like a charm. So, okay. Um, okay, I've got some questions here. Uh, sorry I missed the first part of the call. What is the total amount you for which you are offering this program? Well, you're going to pay the, the eventually pay the full amount of the program, but because we're carrying it, we're going to add two hundred fifty dollars, so it'll be forty two fifty. I believe that's, or excuse me, forty two hundred. I believe that's what it is, um, instead of just the thirty eight fifty. But we will start your program for for fifteen sixty five, one thousand five hundred sixty five dollars. You get the program started so that you can get. We'll get you the information within a week so that you can go down and set up your Trust One bank account. Because if the RV happens or if whatever program you got, you have funds, you want a safe place to a safe, private, protected place to put that money, not in your name or Social Security number under any or SIN under any circumstances. So we'll get you all set up for less than half the cost of the program, just to help you. Because I, I do feel, and I've got currencies, and I've got uh, another program that I'm working in, and I want my money protected. I want a place that I can instantly put it. I don't have to wait to borrow money or anything like that for it. So it's $1,565, okay? And that'll, allow, that'll, that'll pay for us to get everything put together for you. You won't get your documents until the program's paid in full. But uh, once the program's paid in full, we'll immediately, instantly. But your program's already up and running. You don't have to be one of those that has to borrow the money. And now, if you, if you don't have this money, and if you don't if you don't think you'd have it by June 21st, then um, it, this offer isn't for you. I'm sorry, you know, but I'd like to help everybody. But uh, we tried it before to put on a payment plan, and we lost our behinds every time. Okay, they have automated answers. Uh, some do, yeah, and some people want to talk to a, actually talk to a rep. Uh, has anyone in Canada tried to file a vehicle lien? Yes, I believe they have. Uh, I went to Alberta Registries. We don't have DMV. Okay, that's fine. And they didn't have a clue what to do. Well, they have to know. I mean, GMAC or the bank or whoever puts liens on those on the vehicles, if, you, if you've taken a loan out. And this is like taking a loan. I mean, you, you, as, far as, you know, as far as they know, that's what you tell them. Yeah, they, they, this trust gave me money you just say hey what do I do what what do we do they want to know what to do to protect their interest in this vehicle they you, you know again government employees provincial employees state employees we're not we're not dealing with the Einsteins or the vehicle lien world if they don't even know how to put a lien on a vehicle or what, or what you should do just ask them what, what does this what does the trust have to do before they'll give me the money they want to know how they will protect their money with a lien, just as a bank does, or a, the um, uh, you know anybody that loans money for a vehicle or anything else. So just ask them that. I would ask them that, and uh, get back with me. Let me know what their answer is to you. If anybody in Canada that's done it, go ahead and let me know what how it went, what you did, and uh, let's see. Mike, I missed the price you quoted. Okay, just send me an email. One thousand. $565 to get your program started, okay? And um, and then you've got till June 21st to pay for the rest of your program. Now, does this mean you're going to have to focus and maybe 
cut back a little here and a little there? Yes, it does. But guys, if you want to get into the habits of living the way the super wealthy do, and the first thing they do is protect everything they've got. They don't buy that new TV. They don't go here. They don't go there. They don't buy this. They don't buy that. They cut back and they get what they need, okay, to protect everything they own. Okay, they have automated answers based on the tax law. If this information does not answer your question, they send you a live person. Well, maybe that's what most of what Money Magazine was talking about. Then they just didn't. They didn't say what. They just said three quarters of the 75% of the answers the average person receives from the IRS are wrong. Uh, that is where you take your chances. Some of my answers have been good and some not. You're exactly right. You, some of your answers have, fell, have fallen within that 25%. Okay. Uh, Toronto webinar. Guess five. Toronto webinar. Oh, yes, I will talk about that for a second. The Toronto. I don't know if it's going to be a webinar. We do have, I did, the person just worked real hard, and, and he did send me the Green Bay in a format that I can send out, and you can watch the Green Bay seminar of a couple weeks ago with Dr. Cal, Bill Tully, and myself. Guys, it's well worth the couple hours to watch it. You don't have to watch it all at once, um, but, but it is well worth it. It may answer a lot of your questions, and, and Cal Streeter is a, is a jewel in himself, and Bill Tully, there's no better tax man in the United States, so it's well worth it to watch this. So if you want that, I know some of you have sent it off already, but I just got it. So if you want to, we just got it in a format that I can send it out, and you can click on it, and it, just click on the link, and it'll start. So if you want it, the ones that have already sent in, we'll go through the emails starting tomorrow and get them sent out to you. Uh, if you haven't sent in, an email, sent in an email yet and you'd like to see the, uh, the webinar, the live webinar we did in Green Bay, the last one, uh, just send an email. Again, everything goes to mpgprotect at aol.com, and we'll send you the uh, uh, you can see exactly what Cal Streeter looks like, exactly what Bill Tully looks like, and exactly what I look like. You may not be happy in all instances, but you can still see. So, uh, okay, Mike, verify this. Uh, let's see. So the Toronto webinar will be on the 26th. It's already uh, pretty much sold out from what I understand. I feel like Bill O'Reilly and Dennis Miller here. Sold out. But uh, I just got confirmation yesterday that there's only a few seats left. So if you'd like to come in and, and meet Dr. Cal, meet myself, meet Ed Gilmore. Ed Gilmore is going to be speaking in Toronto, and uh, he's just a phenomenal person. There's no better tax man in Canada that I'm told by many, many tax people in Canada, okay? Um, so anyway, what was I saying here? Verified STS clients of our site can access all these administrative support forms on assetpro.ca. They would just need to prove STS ownership. Okay, you hear that? Um, the wealth coaches have a lot of these forms right on their, um, on their website, so you can get them from them. You can always make payments while you wait for your return. Absolutely. That's what I said a little bit ago. You can do that and, and lessen the blow. And it all, it all boils down, my friends, to priorities. Are you gonna, you're going to get hit. Somewhere along the line, there's nobody that's going to go the rest of their life unless you're already in your upper 90s. Um, you may go the rest of your life, but other than that, we're all going to get hit by something. And the, you know, life isn't a life's a series of ups and downs where where good things happen and bad things happen. It's just the way life is. So um, uh, go ahead. We'll get you, get your application in. We'll get you your documents out via email. And uh, until June 21st, that's your deadline. And uh, uh, 
when the RV does happen. And I, I personally, I haven't listened to a single Denar call. Never wasted my time on any of them. Every one of those people have been wrong every single time. But I do feel that sooner or later it's going to happen, and I do feel, you know, just that it's it's went on long enough, and I feel some things are happening to uh, to make it a little better. To where it could happen tomorrow, it could happen next week, it could happen two years from now. I don't know, but I'm totally convinced I will never waste any of my time. I don't care how good the person says they are or how well their connections are, and that's good. If you want to pay, if you want to take time to listen to those calls, that's fine. But um, what everybody's told me so far, and it was always going to happen a couple of years ago or four years ago or two weeks ago, and hasn't happened yet. So, Okay. Now we've got some other questions that were sent in by email. If you have any questions on the computer, um, by all means, um, you know, go ahead and type your questions in and be happy to, happy to uh, answer them for you right on the computer. Okay. Papa Joe here, Mike, talking to a friend about the STS program, and he said you can't be a trustee and a beneficiary at the same time. False. I said that's a true, that is true if it is a statutory program, not a private contract trust form. And my answer to that, uh, guys, is that that's not even true in a statutory program. If I set up a living trust, I'm the grantor. I put my assets into it. I appoint myself as trustee, and I appoint myself as beneficiary. So I can do that even in a statutory program. Your friend just has been misinformed. But in American Jurisprudence, Volume 13, Business Trust, Section 31, Eligibility, the rule applicable to trust generally, that any person having capacity to take and hold legal title to property has capacity to be the beneficiary of such, uh, such property would appear to apply to business trust as well. Um, uh, as well, trustees of a business trust are not disqualified from being shareholders or beneficiaries thereof. In fact, provision for ownership of shares by the trustees is frequently incorporated into trust instruments. So your your friend has just been, and any anybody else, I, I've had a lot of people over the years. Uh, my my financial planner or this person, my cousin, whoever, you know, they say, well, you can't be the trustee and the beneficiary at the same time. Of course, you can. They just have been misinformed. They didn't. They don't know the truth about that. And that's why you come here. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm dumb as a box of rocks, but I do know asset protection. I feel better than anybody that I know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Also, he said that in order to pay capital gains, long and short term, you have to be a trust or LLC and not cash in dinars as an individual. Well, you can cash in dinars as an individual, and you will pay capital gains. It was an investment. Guys, don't even try to play. I've had people say, "Well, Mike, it's I, I'm going to I'm going to get my attorney says it's a currency exchange, and that's all it is, and there's no taxes. Your your attorney is going to have you in jail, or, or hit with big fines and penalties and everything else when they hit the true meaning of it. Guys, you don't have tickets to go to Iraq, especially this day and age. You don't have uh, tickets to go to Vietnam. You don't have tickets to go anywhere. You bought it as a, you know, the people I know that are most successful, believe it or not, by an overwhelming majority are, are honest, decent people. And I mean very successful. Tens, fifties of millions. And um, that that's, 
I don't know whoever starts those rumors. Well, you got to be a little bit dishonest to be in business. No, you don't. I've had, uh, when I was doing steel erection, I had um, engineers at the various steel mills. Well, Mike, you know what? If a little money ended up in my pocket, I can see that you get that job that you want, that you bid on. Uh, well, you know what? Give it to the next bidder because I don't want it if I'm going to be in your pocket. Once once you start that game, you're hooked for life. They can, they've got control of you, and I wouldn't give. I don't give up control of my life, whether it's in asset ownership, or uh, I give up control. I give up ownership, but I don't give up control. And I hope you would, after listening to these calls, do the same thing. Okay. Also, in order to capital gains, and okay, you're going to pay capital gains whether you're an individual or a. Uh, Buster LLC. I told him he was crazy. Way to go, Papa Joe. Before I knew about the pure contract trust, trust I did a lot of currency trading and cashed them all in as an individual. Um, not all. I, I cast a lot, crashed a lot of them in as an individual. I did some of the high-yield investment programs as an individual because I knew that, at least I knew then, that the, um, if, I owned the, if I did it through an LLC, I'm still the owner as the member. If I did it through a corporation, I was still the owner. Uh, as the stockholder. So, um, also, Mike, you said if you cash in an individual, as an individual, the IRS and the government will tax you 50 to 60 percent right off the bat, and you don't get any benefits as if you were in the trust or LLC for long term. Uh, capital gains is a capital gains tax. A capital gains tax is a capital gains tax. If you make money on something, you're gonna you're gonna pay a tax on that on the profits. Whether you're a trust or an individual, the benefit of paying tax through the trust is that you're here, – here's, here's a big, big item, guys. Catch this now. Don't miss it. If you pay as an, as an individual, the profits are going to go on your personal income taxes, capital gains, okay? If you pay through, as a trust, it's going to go as a K-1 distribution, which is put on – the profits are put on your income tax as a – as an investment, which is different, and you save that 15.2 or 7 or whatever is percent FICA tax, okay? Big thing, and Bill Tully talks about that. You should, if you if you didn't see the last Green Bay um, webinar or seminar, if you didn't link in that Saturday morning, you ought to um, send it over, and we will, I'll get it to you, okay? And, um, We'll make sure that you watch Bill Tully at least on that, okay? And Cal Streeter. Um, so anyway, you save you save about fifteen plus percent when you do it that way. Do it through the trust. You also said the only way you can pay capital gains in your dinar is if it is in the trust or LLC the whole year. Well, if it's in there for a year and a day, then it's short-term cap. No. Oh, I see what you're saying. That if it's in there, no. I talked to Bill Tully and several others, and I got the same answer from all of them. Uh, if you put it into your trust, the, um, even after you transfer it to your trust, it, the, the date of which the, the capital gain starts to become um, working towards long-term is the day you bought them, even though you transfer them. The, you transferring them to your trust, your trust is an alter ego of yourself. Okay, So you can put them right in there. And the time just keeps going. If you already had them for six months, that six months is good. You only need six months more in the trust. Okay, and that's a huge savings. Um, so you don't have to start fresh when you put them into the trust for a whole year again. Um, and then you just have to own them for a year and a day, and you're in long-term capital gains, which is about 20% now, plus your state. And uh, um, the guys that return on, on the, let's just say, the, 
the dinar, the return in the dinar, if it goes to 50 cents, it's going to be so phenomenal. You've heard me say that over and over. Um, is is that true, Mike? Do you have to have an LSC for a year and a day? Yeah, you have to have it in there, but it doesn't have to be uh, a year and a day in the name of the trust. The, the time you owned it as an individual, that counts as well towards the year and a day. I have my dinar for several years, and does that count? Yes, it does. Everything's counting. I never heard of this before. Your trust is simply your alter ego, guys. That's all it is. If it's a year and a day since you purchased your dinar, it will be considered long-term capital gains. Okay, great questions. Michael, could you confirm with Mr. Gilmore that Canadians are able to do the assignment of income? About a year ago, I had a conversation with him, and he was unsure about this. Yes, he was. He hadn't had his latest two meetings with myself and Bill Tully. Please let me know. But now he agrees, and I'll explain the reason to you. He says, please let me know or even bring it up on a future Monday call. Well, here it is, my friend. Here's why, it can, here's why Canadians can do it just as easily as the U.S., just as easily as Panamanian, Germans, England, uh, English, anybody can do that because of contract law. The first thing you have to understand is that income, is def- whether it's active or passive, is defined as, as personal property. And it's accepted by every one of these countries in contract law. It's accepted that if you work an hour and one second, whatever, if you're working for $20 an hour and you work for an hour and a second, that $20 is yours and you're working on the next $20, okay? You're, you may have, have an agreement with your employer that you're going to be paid um, once a week or twice a month or commissions or on a commission structure or whatever it might be. But when you earn that money, that's personal property. And you have the legal, lawful right to protect your personal property. doesn't matter if you're in the U.S. or Canada. You have the right to protect your personal property. And you can protect it any way you, you deem to be the best way for you, any way that's legal. And a contract is legal. And you can make a legal private contract with somebody else and agree, as long as there's two or more parties, as long as there's an offer by one party and an acceptance of the offer by the other party, as long as there's valid consideration passed between the parties, and in this case it would be your income uh, in return for trust certificates, and trust certificates have been deemed by the U.S. Supreme Court to be valid consideration in a pure trust, um, in a pure trust, yeah. So knowing now that your income is personal property, you can protect your, that part of your personal property the same as you protect your vehicle, your home, your, your dining room set, your television, your lawn and garden equipment, your investments. It's all protected the same way. Your income, through an assignment of income, which is a, is a contractual agreement, you agree to assign your income to the trust, okay, in return for trust certificates that you've, you've received when you initially started your program. So the, uh, your, your income, then, uh, it's protected. And it's part of the UCC lien, along with your bank accounts, your che- checking accounts, your savings accounts, your investments, any other form of currency. It, it is a personal property you can protect just as you protect any other personal property. Okay? 
And Ed, uh, when we had our last meeting in Chicago, that was one of the items that we we talked about in Buffalo about a month prior to that. And then when we were in Chicago, I made sure that Ed understood what we're doing with this, understood that the assignment of income is is part of the um, tax law in the U.S., and he agreed 100%. So you just make it part of the contract, which is what we've done, Schedule B-7, Assignment of Income. And then you've got in the CD that you receive with your documents, you've got the, uh, you can click on Assignment of Income or, or on um, um, Documents, and you scroll down to page 26 or 27, whatever, and you uh, see the assignment of income individual forms. You just fill them out, print them out. When it says you want to save the contents, you click no. You've got the printed out form right in front of you. So now you print out the next one. You want you want it for every source of income, active and passive. If you work if you work for a living, you want it for um, that employer. You know the, the money you earn from your employer. That's your active income. If you've got a social security um, type program, U.S. or Canada. Guys, they can take that. They're garnishing that right now in both the U.S. and Canada. And you can save that because we get once you get the assignment of income, and here's a true story with one of our clients. They worked this so perfectly, the CRA was after them, and they were going to assign, they were going to garnish their wages if they didn't get them. Well, we put everything into the program. They didn't have a lien on them. We beat them to the punch. We got his, we got his assignment of income form signed and notarized and dated. And when they came and went after that, and I'm just going to use an example. Let's say he earned a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars a week, and um, hold on. Let's say he earned a thousand dollars a week, and he gave ninety percent of that. He assigned ninety percent to his trust. That was spoken for. So it, it, uh, they were going to garnish him twenty-five percent initially. So that would have been two hundred and fifty dollars a week or a thousand dollars a month, roughly. Um, however, because he assigned 90% to his trust, that only left $100. So now instead of $250, they got $25 a week or $100 a month versus $1,000. And it's still working to this day. So um, we've, got, we've got things where the trust is proven in Canada and the U.S. You can doubt it all you want. And if you want to doubt it, don't worry about it. Just don't start it. You know, Be one of those that fights the IRS, fights the CRA. And I just got a, um, one person that I'm working with right now. Uh, she went to one of those tax things where they, they will work on your behalf for $10,000. And um, I called that person and I said, hey, they made an offer in compromise and it didn't work. So, and they said, you have, to have it, you have to have something by the 10 days after receiving this notice that we, we refused your offer in compromise. And they were trying to tell her that, hey, you got to get this in there. This is the 18th. you got to have an invite tomorrow. So I called her and I told her, I said, hold it. I read that last paragraph where it says you've got 10 days. But after that, it says, and if you don't have it in by then, then we'll, re- then we'll take it in front of her or whatever it was. And I said, that's going to be another 30 days at least, maybe 60. And if that doesn't happen, then you can, it ends up they're going to be 90 to 120 days. You don't have to get it tomorrow. They want more money out of you. Okay. And uh, I do have a letter going out to that um, that person's CRA, no, IRS agent tomorrow, just letting them know that you own nothing. See, they, they, they refuse the offer and compromise because they, they use their asset investigator, as all of them do, 
CRA, IRS, attorneys, creditors, banks, and, and they found out that she had quite a bit of equity in her home. And they said, no, we want that equity. Well, no, you don't own that equity, guys. The trust owns that equity. You've got to have faith in what it is you, you, you initially set up, your, your STS program. It works. So now um, we're, I'll send them a letter and let them know that legally, lawfully, contractually, and irrevocably, they don't, that person doesn't own anything. So, so you better accept an offer and compromise. And we've had this happen many, many, many dozens, if not hundreds of times already, where the IRS and the CRA has realized that they don't own anything. So they can't hold out, you know, try highway robbery because we're in priority position. That's why you've got to get your program started to get that UCC lien and that PPSA lien if you're in Canada. You need two liens in Canada, UCC out of Washington and PPSA. In the U.S., you need two liens. You need UCC out of, out of Washington, and you need UCC out of your county, your local county, or the county that your property is, um, is, is titled in, okay? So um, anyway, that's, that's uh, Canadian from this question. Okay. I hope that answered your question. The assignment of income is very legal. You need it for every source of income you've got, though. You need one filled out. And you don't have to take them to your employer. You don't have to take them to the bank. You don't have to take them anywhere. You, when you're attacked, that's when you send off, they'll send off a copy of that assignment of income form, okay? Specifically, your UCC and, uh, and your PPSA. That's what we want to send them to let them know. We're not playing games here. We follow the law to the T, okay? Letter of the law. Okay, how do I get my residence out of my name and totally protected from attack and probate in Canada? All right, here's what, here's what I was told by a, a fellow out of Winnipeg, former legislator out of Winnipeg, as a matter of fact, and he worked with this and worked with this to make sure because you can't, a trust cannot own a uh, real property in Canada. So he worked and worked, and he knows the system somewhat, but he did more research, and, and he put in a lot of hours for, for your and my benefit, guys, for everybody's benefit in Canada. And here's what he found out. Jerry found out that the best thing to do is have to trust, which cannot own real property, create a provincial LLC, which can own real property. And then the property is titled, the title is transferred, the, the, um, the, the shareholder... Which is the provincial Canadian corporation? Provincial Canadian corporation becomes the shareholder of that, or the title owner of that property. So now the 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 um, the corporation owns the property, and the trust owns the corporation. Hello, and all of this can be protected by both a UCC and a PPSA lien. Okay, and the purpose again of the PPSA lien is simply to um, is simply to have the um, to point the finger towards the towards the UCC lien out of Washington, which is the most powerful lien in the world. Okay, um, got a couple more here, but I want to answer a couple of these um, questions here on the computer. On one of your calls, you said, "What time is it?" Okay. On one of your calls, you said that we, should, we shouldn't give your response letter to an attack until after discovery. Did I get that right? Um, 
You said we shouldn't give your response letter to an attack. Well, you know what? We're finding out more and more now. It, it, this is trial and error, and we're learning. Um, I'm turning in response letters a little quicker. It, I guess it doesn't really matter. We just want to make them aware to stop the process as quickly as possible now. I do hold off a little bit until, until you, when they send you a letter and says you've got 20 days to respond, you, you need, well, I'm, we're holding off until after that dated period of your response. You've got to respond. They're suing you. They're coming after you, CRA or whoever. You have to respond. And if it's you say, hey, I didn't have the money to pay it. I don't have the money to pay it. Whatever the true thing is. But remember, you don't tell them about the trust. It's none of their business. You don't, you don't own any of that property anymore. If it's a bankruptcy or whoever, you say, you got some furniture, but it's not worth very much. You got a car, but I got a, got a lien on it and got a, uh, uh, owe money on it. It's not in the best shape. But you get when you, you know, any of you that are being attacked, the first thing you ought to do is your sponsor or whoever ought to get you a. Um, ought to get you a, a um, when you are attacked, that, that two-page, two or three-page document that we put together. It tells you exactly what to do, step-by-step, step, when you are attacked. If you don't have it, send me an email, mpgprotect at aol.com, and we'll get it right out to you. When you are attacked, it tells you exactly what to do. And the first thing you do is send us a copy, email us a copy, scan an email, or fax it, either one, and... Um, Get that in our hands so we can see who's attacking you. The key thing, when you look at that, when you're sending it to us, make sure there's a fax number on there. Sometimes there's not. If there's not, you call the whoever it is and find out what their fax number is so we can respond and fax back to it, and we keep a copy of the fax receipt. Okay? So, it's, you know, whenever you send us the, uh, if you're, as long as it's after, the 10-day or 20-day or 30-day period they give you to respond. After that, then we will send in the letter, okay? And there's no we, – we, now I'm, I'm leaning more towards getting the letter in as quickly as possible so, to stop it earlier, okay? We have a subchapter S corporation. There is a mortgage on the company assets. Can we still put the corporation in a trust? No, you can't. The corporation subchapter S have to be owned by individuals, okay? But we can. We've got um, Schedule B-6, Business Equity Transfer. When we, that's where you put the, the S Corporation. You keep it in your name doing just what you're doing, but you have to, and now Schedule C can be owned by a trust, but not a subchapter S. So you, there's no big deal, though. We'll just protect. I do hereby give up 100% of the equity in this business, all present and future equity, blah, blah, blah. So we'll protect every nickel's worth, and, and it'll be part of the UCC lien. Whatever the value of the business is, you'll incorporate that into the amount of the UCC lien so that there's not a nickel for them to get, okay? They can sue, but there's nothing there. It's already spoken for. Guys, that is so powerful to be in priority position. I can't even begin to stress that enough. You've got to be in priority position. If you've got a business and you are... And you're not, and you don't have a program yet. You're just playing rush, Russian roulette with your life. Businesses are key targets, just like medical profession. Um, you're playing Russian. Anybody that doesn't have the STS and knows about it, there's a lot of people that don't know about it, and, and I'll give them a pass. Just like it says in the Bible, if you sin and don't and don't know you're sinning, 
and God will overlook certain things. But the minute you know that you're sinning, then it doesn't get look, overlooked anymore. Guys, if you know about the STS program, or if you have friends, they've got to be made aware of this. I'm not saying this to sell them a program. I'm saying this to protect their behinds in the years to come. And um, it, it's just something that has to be done. They, they're, they're playing Russian roulette. The governments are after anything owned by individuals now. And that's what's so powerful about the STS program. It's not an individual that owns your assets anymore. It's an entity that they can't touch. It's totally private. It's not recorded anywhere. There's no way they can link you with the STS program, specifically Trust One. But yet any statutory entity out there, they can link you to it in a heartbeat because it's recorded somewhere. Okay, And anybody can go online and look it up. This is the only totally private program, impenetrable asset protection out there anywhere. Anybody that's going on these other phone calls and signing up for these corporations and LLCs and a series of both and this and that, they're throwing money right down the drain. And we've got a lot of people now that have just paid five grand plus for programs over the last two years with different companies. And they said, Mike, we heard your call and we realized we made a huge mistake. Can't get our money back, but we'll write it off and we'll move on. At least we know we're protected now with the STS program. Okay? All right. When can we get the form from you that mentioned, to mention that we have to prove our STS membership? Um, through our reading and mention on, on a website. That was through, um, that was through um, wealth uh, coaches. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to them because I'm not positive. Uh, how we're going to prove what we got to send them because it's all private. And uh, I'll give them a call and uh, do me a favor, guest 56. Send me an email. Say, Mike, this was guest 56. I asked you about the forms to prove you have an STS program. And we, we can prove that to them easy enough. You know, we get your name and everything. But uh, send me an email and I'll, uh, I'll let you know as soon as I get that taken care of. Okay? All right. What else we got here? There's a $300,000 reward if anyone can prove the IRS and collect income taxes from Americans. Um, you know, if that's, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But we don't get into that. This is about living your life, and that's... Um, you can take your taxes down to zero with the STA, with the pure trust, if you want. Uh, that was proven. The Rockefellers proved that when, when Nelson Rockefeller was questioned in front of the Senate committee when he became vice president under Nixon. So how much more can you do if you don't have to pay income taxes? But even if you have to and not going to get harassed, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that get a lot of harassments. So what if we are on the title for a house listed and or with someone who doesn't have the program? Can we still put the house in our trust? Yeah, you can put your portion of the house in the trust. Unfortunately, if that other person has a, and, and I've read a lot of court cases that this happened, you've got to make them aware of the trust, first of all. You can protect your, let's say, your 50% of that house, or if it was from a uh, possibly an inheritance and you got another brother or sister or whoever in there, and there's whoever isn't protected, if they have a medical situation where they're sued, if they have a car accident, they'll go after their portion of that property you will be paid first when the property is forced to sell because you have uh, your portion, your trust protects it. So a check will be written to the trust. 
but you should get everyone that has if you've got a partner in a business if you've got a if there's other owners in real estate that you own they should all have the STS program and we've had had dozens and dozens and dozens of people that have brought their partners and their and their co-inheritance and co co-heirs and they had no they saw the program they liked it there's been some instances where they wouldn't do it but in the majority of the time they they understand the power of this program uh so you can protect your part of the house but you can't protect the whole program the whole house okay 12 coaches could a canadian transfer property title to an existing corporation that is protected within the sts already um could a canadian transfer property title to an existing corporation that is protected within the sts already or should we start a new corp? Well, if the, if the person owned that property while they, when they started their STS program, it was just part of the property that, that they should have tra- transferred in the first place. If not, and they want to bring new property in, then they should have the uh, Trust One create a new Canadian corporation and then um, purchase the property with the corporation. Uh, with uh, Yeah. Through the new corporation, correct? Yeah. Um, but if they own the property at the time they started the program, it's part of the program already, whether you've went through all the paperwork and done it correctly or not. It's still part of it, protected through the program. Guess 64. You shouldn't transfer the property title into the corporation. The corporation puts a lien only on the equity, and the trust is the shareholder owner of the corp. Yeah, right. That's right. You you don't. Shouldn't transfer the property title. Who, who would you leave the property title in the name of? That not the individual. The individual is the one that's going to um, um, be sued if there's a car accident or something. The court puts a lien only on the equity, and the trust is a share. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. The trust can't be. I was told by a Canadian that the trust, yeah, can be the shareholder of the corporation, but it can't own the property so you need somebody to own the property and i would make it the corporation if it was me the wealth coaches contact us through the site but an email from michael will verify sts ownership and we will release the access passwords to you okay well we'll figure out something here that's good all right i am going to get 15 minutes less left i am going to finish my questions uh, let's see. How do I get my residence out of my name and totally protected from attack and probate in Canada? I just mentioned that one. Hi, Michael. I hope all is well. I have only missed two of your Monday night calls in over a year. I have learned much and appreciate your work. However, last week you gave information which was shocking and contradictory, and I have been bombarded with people I have referred to get an answer as to the correct scenario. Last week you said that one's personal residence should be placed in Trust One. I said that from the beginning. Personal residence all in Trust One, and the purpose of that, the reason for that is that in most instances, if you are the trustee and the beneficiary, and the properties in the trust of which you're the trustee and the beneficiary, they will allow homestead exemptions to be carried on through the trust. This is exactly contrary to my notes and everything you have said that your personal residence would be held in the original LLC. I apologize, but I, I, I would like I would have to hear where I said that. 
If I did say that, I was thinking something else, and I said it wrong. I always have said, to my knowledge, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that there's good possibility that some nights I was a little tired, and I might have said it wrong. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the property should be held in the trust, your personal residence. If you wanted to invest real estate, you would get another LLC. Yes, all other real property other than your personal residence, should be in a separate LLC or Canadian corporation, okay? Several weeks ago, apparently someone asked about holding real property and trust one in discussion insured where you ensued, I think you meant, in, in which you said some states will let not let you hold real estate in trust one, in a trust. Um, you can hold real estate in a trust, um, but they won't allow the homestead exemption in some states, okay? I just need to clarify this point with my people. If I've misunderstood something, please correct me. Thank you for everything you do. And may God bless you bountifully. I appreciate that, that blessing. I always do. Okay, I will miss tonight's call, but many people will give you, give me your valuable answers. Yes, it's personal residence, trust one. Any other real property you, you have ownership of should go in an LLC, Okay. Aloha, Mike, Aha, from Hawaii. I've got to go there and do a seminar. Thank you, but you told me that I do not qualify as I still have only myself to be the beneficiary and the trust manager. I have no family and I know no one I can trust to be with in this with me. It seems that there should be something. There is. My apologies. For some reason, you, you missed all the other calls. About half of our, half of our clients are single clients, okay? They don't have anybody else with them. They're their own trustee. They are their own administrator. They are their own manager. They uh, put all of their property in there and protect it. You can start your program. Send me an email to mpgprotect at aol.com and we will get an, app, uh, an application right out to you. We do have a couple other people in Hawaii and we'll set them up as sponsors. We'll find out who first introduced you to the program, and that'll be your sponsor. But you can have a program. Half of our people do, and they're single, okay? No problem with that at all. You will be beneficiary. You will be trust manager. No, you'll be trustee, and you'll be the LLC manager. No problem at all. Um, send it to mpgprotect at aol.com. Um, suggest the following. hope it works very province to province on PPSA need to file in each province where property is located. And that's the same with the states. You, if you've got property in various states, you have to file a UCC lien in the various states. You can put it all on the Washington LLC um, UCC lien form. You can list all of your properties there. And then you do the, the county and the state. And most states now, you can do a UCC right online. Okay? You listen, you lien the equity with trust two in the UCC1 lien and PPSA showing the identity of the real property as in real estate listing, civic address as well as legal description. Oh, this is from, yeah, this is from the fellow that set that up. And, and uh, on your title, that should be shown on your property tax bill. List the real estate on the UCC filing. On the PPSA, it should be something like all net equity assets. You know, I'm going to have... I'm going to get that all written up for everybody. And um, what you need to do for, for the step-by-step uh, -step for the PPSA, I don't understand it that well yet, but I will have uh, somebody 
and I've got several people that I think I can ask to do it to write up, and maybe Jerry, to write up a, a one, two, three, four, you know, the steps that you have to do. And everybody that has filed their PPSA have told me that it's a it's a very simple thing to do. Little, you know, it takes a little time, but not a lot of time, but it takes a little time. Hi, Mike. I'm very interested in the STS Asset Protection Program and one of those people who can't afford it until the RIRV of the Iraqi dinar occurs. I will definitely and eagerly listen to your call Monday night. Here's a question I do have, I have been wanting to ask. Do you have legal and or accounting professionals available that one can retain to help property properly set up the system and provide ongoing services on the straight and narrow? Needless to say, this would, be, of course, be an additional fee. By the way, if you don't currently offer these services, yeah, we do. We, well, not on the legal part. Too many attorneys, they don't understand the program. They don't want to take the time, guys. If you say, well, I'm going to talk to my attorney, he will not have a clue. And what do you think he's going to do? He's going to badmouth this and try and, and try and put you in the proper pen that, of his services. He's going to take you out in the field that he can sell you a corporation or an LLC or a partnership, something, and um, something that he has control of. See, uh, the attorneys don't like this because we eliminate probate. Probate attorneys hate us. Litigation attorneys hate us because, for the most part, we eliminate litigation. But we do have some uh, attorneys, I just tell people, it's a contract. That's all it is. And a lot of the people in Canada have understood that, and they went, and um, as well as the U.S., get an attorney that deals in contracts. If they have to talk to me, I'll talk to them. If they want a brief explanation, most of them that I've talked to within 15 minutes to a half hour, they understand that it's nothing more than a private contract. That's all it is. Okay. Mike, number one, and, oh, we do have uh, tax professionals, though, both in the U.S. and Canada that we can help you with, okay? I'm currently under attack by a creditor. I claim a claim was made against me, but no garnishy gar, yet. The assignment of income, B7, form was notarized prior to the attack. The supporting assignment of individual income forms have not been notarized. The supporting assignment of individual, get them notarized, you know, um, get everything notarized. It requires a notary. What day should I put on a supporting assignment of individual income tax form? Um, put, whenever you had the first one's notary, put that date on there. Make sure it's before the, because uh, that's before the uh, you were attacked. You haven't been garnished yet, so don't worry about it. And actually, guys, don't, even though you might have be late with a notary, get it done ASAP, and that's why we stress now within the first week you want those documents signed and notarized, everything. Assignment of income, everything that's in your trust documents. That way we don't have to go back and try and fight a battle. It's going to cost you money to get an attorney to fight a battle if you have to, okay? But you want to, you want to get everything notarized right off the bat, and um, you don't have to worry about it. And you put the date even now. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Even though you've got a notary date on there, the actual time, the moment your trust were, were, were uh, your property was transferred was the date we received, the date on your trust one document, whatever date that is. That's prior to you having anything notarized, but that's when you contractually and irrevocably agreed to transfer all of your documents, okay? So don't get too worried, but get that note, you got to get those notaries done. What date should I put on the, the supporting doc, assignment of income forms? The date of notarization, the date prior to the attack, the same date as the general assignment of income B7. 
if, if you're signing it and notarizing it, you put the date you're signing it. If you screwed up and haven't got it notarized in time, you can go back a little bit, but, but your notary's not going to notarize something that's too far behind. But if you're not being attacked, if they don't have a lien on you yet, use the date you're signing it. Be, be truthful with it, okay? Um, I'm currently under attack and just sold my personal residence with a closing date in May. The title is in my name, which the creditor is aware of. UCC, UCC1 and PPSA were filed prior to the sale. Okay. The real property transfer and equity transfers, A1 and B1, were notarized prior to attack. How do I get the real estate lawyer to release the sale proceeds safely? How do I get... Okay. We tell people go into the title company prior to. Let them know there's a lien on there. If they haven't found it, they're, they're kind of silly, but, but if they haven't, let them know. And say the trust holds a lien, and we can get the trustees will give you a, um, uh, um, oh, in the U.S. it's the UCC3 but um, that eliminates the lien. But we'll give you a release of lien when, when, the, when the representative for the trust receives the check at the closing. Tell them, determine how much money you want to come out of that, out of the equity and everything. Don't be 100%, but you can be 90, 85%, somewhere in there. And uh, you go ahead and get it get it all set. And um, at the closing table, they should give a check to you, a check to the buyer, and a check to the, um, when you, you give them the lien, and we'll help you with that. We'll help you get, get the lien release. If you're in Canada, well, you are in Canada. Somebody will help you with that. We'll get you. We'll get you taken care of. Um, but then you turn over the release of lien when when the check is made out in the name of the trust, and you receive it. Okay, you'll be the representative for the trustee because he couldn't make it there. So, that's we can get anything and everything done like that, my friends. But it's just a matter that you have to get. You have to get. Um, um, these things taken care of. Property, let's see, property that was owned in the beginning, but since trust can't get title, we want to transfer title to some corporation, new or current one. Um, yeah, I guess you could, you could. Well, you're gonna, if it's real estate, you're going to want a separate, a separate corporation for that. Again, the key thing to remember, everybody, is that in in asset protection, number one is privacy. Number two is separation, 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 okay? Mike, I have the complete PPSA procedure on our website for our current clients. Once verified on STS owners, they can have access. Okay, there you go. Um, contact, uh, you can contact um, um, James and Coral at Wealth Coaches. They're very, they're very competent. They, uh, they're, they're as competent as anybody in Canada. They've taken the time to study the STS program. They can answer a lot of questions and uh, go from there. Guys, our time is up once again. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to come on the call. And um, I'll see God bless each one of you, and I will see you. Have a wonderful week. I will see you next Monday right here. Same time, same station. Good night, Dad. <laughs>